that is one of the first things for me in this situation. I had to ask myself that. Is there any progress? Yeah. Because I don't want to enable, but I don't want to, if I just don't respond and don't help, or if a mentor or whoever just says, no, she has had the same issue for too long. I'm tired of dealing with it. Well, then what's going to happen with that woman? I am yours. I am yours. I am yours. Send me, Lord. I am yours. I am yours. I am yours. Welcome to the Gospel Centered Pro-Life Podcast, a podcast designed to equip, encourage, and challenge you in pro-life ministry and always with a focus on the gospel. Stay tuned. I felt your passion, touched your heart. Use me, Lord, use me, Lord. Welcome back to the Gospel-Centered Pro-Life Podcast. Appreciate you guys joining us. And as always, we're going to give you guys our email addresses at the end of this episode so that you can reach out to us because we'd love to hear from you. Also, would love for you guys to leave us a review on whatever podcast service that you use to listen to this. It'll help it to get to other people. The more good reviews that we have, the more folks will see that they need to listen to this episode or to this podcast because they're missing out on something. And as you guys know, mm-hmm. they're missing out if they're not listening to this podcast, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. So in um, that vein, we don't want you guys to miss out on this next subject that we're going to be covering. And uh, Vicki, I'll get you to introduce it, but okay. the title of the article that you wrote that has to do with this uh, particular episode is The Journey May Be a Long One. Yeah. And I will start by saying that anything we do for the Lord, we've got to be in it for the long haul, right? Mm-hmm. God doesn't Amen. call us to just, you know, mushroom, what some people call mushroom Christianity, you know? I or haven't heard just, that term, I, heard that? but I I can imagine where it's going. Yeah, you know, mushrooms pop up one day and the yeah. next day they're gone. Yeah. God's called us to be in it for the long haul, and whatever we're called to and whatever we're doing, we need to be in it for the long haul. Also, mushrooms don't have much of a root, just to interrupt. Yeah. That's, but, that's, <laughs> I mean, they, they, are, they fall over right away. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's kind of the point. Yeah. So we're not in this just for a, a short time, and when we see moms choose life, yeah. we need to be in it for the long haul for them. Yeah. Yeah. With you know some caveats, of course, yep. that we can't do everything. We can't mm-hmm. provide every need. We mm-hmm. can't be there for every issue and situation that comes up. But we do need to be be in it for the long haul. And uh, you know, as vessels that the Lord is willing to use, just be willing to be filled and uh, yeah. be poured out. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you introduce kind of the rest of what your thought was with this article, and we'll jump okay. into it. Sure. Well, well um, it. It came out of a call I got very recently yeah. from, in fact, a couple of days ago, from a woman who I had apparently counseled. I, I actually didn't remember her initially. Years ago, years ago, what, her her first child is like a decade old. So this yeah. was really a long time um, ago. And then apparently counseled her, and we helped her. Um, back then, we were Cities for Life. Yeah. And then she has a... Um, a a three or four year old who she came to us and we helped her again, did a baby shower again and um, gave her resources again. And she just called me just a couple of days ago saying she's pregnant yeah, and uh, she would like our help. So um, two thoughts went immediately through my head. 
Okay. First of all, who are you? But I did. I did find <laughs> that's the third thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then when I figured out, she can. She she reminded me of of who she was, and um, and so the two thoughts were, um, I'm glad. She didn't go to the abortion center. Right. And she's not considering abortion. She made that pretty clear. But then I'm sad that the gospel sure doesn't seem to have taken because right. she's pregnant again. Her situation seems alarmingly the same as it was a decade ago. Um, and where are the life changes that you would hope to see. Right. So, you know, and that was really simultaneous thoughts yep. in my head. One of joy, she's running to the church, not to the abortion center. And one of the despair, well, but we're supposed to be, our lives are supposed to transform yeah. with, with the Lord and with discipleship. And she had had, I believe she did, she did have a mentor at one point, yeah. doesn't, doesn't still have a mentor. So, um, I think those feelings I was having are common. Yeah. That that you feel this this dual response to a mom that you've been working with for years yeah. and they're back again still unmarried. Um in fact I believe this is a different boyfriend for a different baby. Yeah. Um, she was someone, she is on my email list where I send out a daily Bible verse and she so, and I apparently I've been doing this. That's how she knew to contact me. I've been doing this for a decade, and yeah. <laughs> and, and and she comments on them sometimes. Yeah, uh, you know about how important they are and how you know, Amen and praise God right. and stuff. And then, well, you would think that there she'd be out of this situation. Yeah, and that can be very discouraging. Yeah, for, absolutely. Yeah, I think it is discouraging for a lot of people. And what I have seen. Um, not infrequently is people give up. Right. And they yeah. say, well, if they're not going to embrace the Lord, we're not going to help them anymore. Right. Um, we don't want them just taking and not responding. Um, and while I get both of those, yeah. I understand from the, you know, why someone would feel that way. But I'm here, I guess, I wrote this article to challenge that. Okay. And and to say um, maybe we need to really um, rethink when we say those sorts of things is that is that what God would have us do and it is is it in the best interest if the goal is changing a culture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there is. I mean, we could probably do. And I think we did actually do an episode that almost gives kind of an opposing view of this too. Mm -hmm. right? Yes, we did. We there's, did. There's this kind of balance here. Yes. Right. That, you know, we can't meet every need. And there does come a point where we become an enabler mm -hmm. rather than a resource and rather right. than someone who's a discipler. Right. And so yeah. there is a balance here. Yeah. Um, but there's also this concept that the Lord doesn't give up on us. And so we shouldn't give up on people. That's kind of yeah. the general concept here. Yes. And I think the best way to go about thinking about this is in the terms of, discipleship and growth. Mm -hmm. Like for this young lady that you mentioned, she apparently gave herself, not apparently, she obviously gave herself to sin, yes. right? If she's yeah. pregnant outside of marriage. Yeah. And But does that mean that, I mean, probably means she's not really born of God, probably means that, mm -hmm. but it, it, it may mean that she fell into sin mm -hmm. and, you know, this is a 
kind of isolated thing that she fell into sin Mm -hmm. one particular day. And we all know that we've fallen into sin ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think the point is like not giving up on them, just like the Lord doesn't give up on us, but also not letting them take you for a ride, right? We can't can't always be in every scenario. Can't always drop everything mm-hmm. and come to these women's rescue. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, as sidewalk people, it's really not what we're supposed to be doing, right? right? We certainly can be a connection for these women. We can encourage them. What you do, send out an email every week or every day is, right. is yep. that's cool. Yeah, but really, the mentors. And I think this podcast may be more for anything than anything, just for the mentors yeah. to encourage them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just yeah. with the reality of the people that we deal with, their lives, just like your life, are not always going to be perfect. And things are not always going to line up like we would hope that they would. Yeah. And I will say there are a few women that I've counseled that this is the situation. I, I see them for years. I see them coming back with yet another um, unwed pregnancy and um, uh, and and thinking, what well, you know, I just kind of want to give up on yeah. them. But um, but I also know that there there is a difference here from when I first met this woman in particular. I'll talk yeah. about her specifically. She did come to me. She did not go to abort the child. Yeah. That is massive progress. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the, this baby is is safe. I'm 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 not afraid for this baby, um, not for the life of the baby. I am concerned that the baby's not going to be raised in an environment that's going to make sure that that baby breaks out of this cycle. Yeah. But um, the when we keep seeing these these same root issues. I think that one of, that is one of the first things for me in this situation, I had to ask myself that, is there any progress? Yeah. Because I don't want to enable, but I don't want to, if I just don't respond and don't help, or if a mentor or whoever just says, no, she has had the same issue for too long. I'm tired of dealing with it. Well, then what's going to happen with that woman? And, um, and if there is the potential that there could be change because we've already seen change in some areas, then I, th- I think we need to, to stay yeah. the course if, if we're able. And I think that's more where, where my heart is going right now is don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up on them. Um, so much research shows that it takes, I think what I read was seven years to break out of a cycle of poverty with, with all the help and, um, and programs, and someone committed to breaking out of poverty, that it takes seven years. Yeah. So imagine when you don't have that, which is true of most of the moms we work with. Yeah. They don't have that kind of support system. Hopefully, they will with um, you know, with with mentorship. But anyway, so that's the first thing: is there progress? Yeah. And with this woman, yes. And I think every mentor would need to ask themselves: is there any place where I see progress? Yeah. And if yeah, you I think do, that's a great question. If you do, then I wouldn't give up. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't give up. It is, and to know um, that uh, w- one of the points that I made that I bolded in this article is, was, remember the changes may seem small and slow, but her journey isn't over yet. Yeah. And I keep going back to my own journey. Yeah. And it was before I knew the Lord and as I was coming to the Lord and even as I was growing in the Lord, 
they there was a lot of um of time for uh for major changes to occur small changes maybe started and i know in some cases i think in your case you felt that there was a night and day difference instantly i didn't really feel that there was a night and day difference in how i felt about sin yeah but in terms of um really really being what God wanted to me to be has been a process. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still in it. I'm, sure. I'm still disappointing God at times, I know. Yeah, I mean, I've arrived, you know, so I don't have any struggles <laughs> or anything like that. So it's a little different for me. Now. It is. And I know it's difficult for you to talk to mere mortals. <laughs> yes, yes. No, of course, like we're all in a process <laughs> right. of discipleship, the Lord discipling us. We're all in a process of sanctification. Yeah. Right. And so towing that line, as we're talking about the the women and the men, by the way, sure. that we're ministering yes. to. Yes. Um we've got to look at it through that lens, but we've got to kind of we've got to really discern whether or not that person is genuinely is there any genuine change? And you've got to kind of discern whether or not you're being taken for a ride or not, right? Because we don't want to be enablers. Yeah. We don't want to just give money. And I think one of the ways that you can see whether or not there's progress is does she does she come with a spirit of humility? Like mm. when she asks. So if you got someone that's continually just asking you for stuff mm-hmm. and the only time they reach out to you is when they want stuff, mm-hmm. that that is a pretty telltale sign that they're you're just being an enabler if you're mm-hmm. if you're you know, meeting those needs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if they're coming to you in humility and they come to you with the knowledge of, yeah, okay, I messed up again. Mm-hmm. That's progress because there's humility there. The Bible says God resists the proud, mm-hmm. but he gives grace to the humble. Yeah. To us, when we humble ourselves, to the women that we minister to, when they humble themselves, God is willing to give them grace. And so we need to give them grace if they approach us with humility. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, one of the things I thought of as I was preparing to counsel her, I have not been able to get back with her. So I have not yet counseled her. Um, but... Uh, and it's not my fault. Actually, she has not responded at a time when I'm available. Yeah. So, so there's some of those old patterns that are persisting that are yeah. that are hard. But one of the things um, we just had a sermon. We're we're starting in the book of Judges, and I think it is such an appropriate book for this topic because the, it's the cycle of God's people, um, loving God, walking with God. Walking with a good judge, listening to the good judge, and then the judge dies, and they fall into sin, and and things spiral way, way down. They forget God, and then they repent because the life is so awful, and there's so many horrible things that happen as the result of sin. They repent. Um, A new judge is appointed. They follow the judge. They turn back to God, and the cycle continues over and over in the book of Judges. Um, And God never says enough is enough. Yeah. He just keeps um coming coming and and reaching them again and yeah. and trying to bring them back to yeah. him again. Yeah. So one of the things that that I was thinking was okay, I know I shared the gospel. Pretty sure she even accepted Jesus as Lord 3 or 4 years ago. Do I do it again? <laughs> and I thought Yes, I yeah. do. I do. Net always persist in spiritual truth yeah. with with these women. Even if you have felt like okay, they're just they, I'm enabling. Yeah, 
I would give it one more good good shot with yeah. um, with scripture and with the gospel because it it is the gospel that saves. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, when you when you share the gospel with somebody and they surrender their lives to Jesus, mm-hmm. the best you can do is what you can do, right? Sharing the thorough gospel, right? The right. reality of sin. We got to. Yeah. If you're going to share the gospel, you got to talk about sin. Yeah. And I know you do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's how yeah. we train people to share the gospel. Right. We use great comfort way of the master where you're sharing the law and you're guilty before God. We're all guilty before God. And uh, then, of course, Jesus being the solution to the problem of sin and all of that. Right. Um, and you can go through all that and you can do it perfectly. You can do it, you know, just like biblically is laid out, sharing the gospel. And they, in tears, <laughs> sackcloth and ashes, surrender to their lives to Jesus. But, and you can do the best you can with that, but you can't see if their heart has actually changed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you have to take their word for it, that there's been a change. And, yeah. you know, sometimes you see an immediate change, sometimes you yeah. don't. And even when you do, sometimes in these women's lives, you do see some patterns of old, the old person coming back, right? Um, and so, again, you take their word for it that they become a child of God. And as a brother or sister in the Lord, it's perfectly appropriate when you see these cycles reemerge for you to address it like they're a sister in the Lord. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And so talking about sin, I mean, I would definitely encourage you as you talk to this young lady and continue to uh, just follow up with her and get her connected in the way that she needs to be connected. Yeah. Talking about that pattern of sin, right. talking about the destructive nature of sin, yep. talking about, you know, in a sense, not to lay on shame and guilt, mm-hmm. but in a sense, like to say, hey, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right? You're, you're supposedly following Jesus to right. point out because you love her, the sin that she's involved in and the yeah. destructive nature of it. Yeah. Um, with grace, mm-hmm. but also with truth. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and that is my hope that that I will have the the opportunity to do that. Um, so I'll, I'll maybe it'll be the next podcast how that how that goes. Okay. But uh, definitely, you know, the the message of sexual purity yeah. um, is is going to be a part of of the gospel presentation. But um, but something I kind of a a slightly different issue is if the woman is. Um, just not living up to what you hope would be their um their changes, but there are changes, but you're kind of just frustrated because I don't know like an example that I hear a lot, well, I've reached out to her four times, and she hasn't called back, yeah, well, I want to say that is so normal, N- not normal for normal people, but it's so <laughs> <laughs> it's so normal. In the really in the people that we deal with, it yeah. it really is, and not to let that keep you from then reach out again, yeah. reach out again. Like I, we had um, very recently. I uh, was trying to contact someone. Lots of people were trying to contact her, that were trying to help her, and she wasn't responding. And everybody was ready to give up, and. Because she's on my email list, I got an email from her saying my phone is broken um, and I just want, can you contact? She knew the people that were trying to contact her because I had told her these are the, so these are the people that will be contacting you. Well, she, she, she ran out of money. Her phone was either broken or the service was ended and, um, and she still wanted contact, yeah. but they, they couldn't reach her through 
texting and calling, and they assumed that she therefore was not interested. So sometimes our assumptions could be wrong right. about why we're losing contact. But sometimes they just plain, another one said, well, I got COVID and I've got a two-year-old I was taking care of. And, you know, there's, there's sometimes legitimate reasons. Yeah. And maybe, yes, it takes two seconds to text. They should have done that maybe. But, um, but to not give up. Yeah, don't yeah. don't give up and don't assume the worst of them and keep persisting because I I have had so many people tell me it was because you persisted that basically I got sick of you nagging me yeah. and <laughs> and that that there has been a, a positive response. Um yeah. and I know mentors have a really hard job, a really hard job because they're taking someone that um, has usually in a really bad situation, and they are trying to um, uh, to counsel them to just a completely new worldview and new way of life. That's an enormous task. Yeah. And so I feel for the mentors. It is hard. And I understand when disillusionment and discouragement sets in. I've been there. I mean, yeah. before we had Love Life Mentors, I was the mentors. Yeah. Um, but I, I would just, I hope that this will encourage you, don't give up. Right. Keep, keep persisting. And I want to tell you, so I, I'm going through, as I'm writing this article and as I'm dealing with this woman, I was thinking of how long and uphill a journey this is. Right. And, you know, with the wind in your face, I'm thinking in terms of a bike trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're climbing a long, hard hill. You just feel like you're not getting anywhere. Then I got a text from from this mom. Okay. Okay. And if I, I, I wrote it really small at the bottom here. Um, but I was trying to set up again. It was like the third time that I'd set up a time to talk with her. And she either didn't answer or just wasn't available. She wouldn't pick up the phone, didn't answer. And so I set up again a time. And she wrote, that's perfect for me. Thank you again. I sent my other sister to you last year when she was considering an abortion. And she chose life because of you. Her daughter just turned one, and she said to tell you thank you so much for what you are doing. And she would love for you to see her daughter, to meet her one day. Wow. And that um, that was actually what reminded me of who she was. Yeah. Then I did remember, because I remembered her sister. And, um, and that reminds me, again, here I'm thinking there's no change. And what am I doing? She just saved through her testimony of her fractured life that is far from where God would have her. And yet she saved another baby. Yeah. So just don't give up. I yeah. guess that yeah. that's really the bottom line. I, th I think it's worth the, the verse I thought of or that I looked up, Galatians 6, 9, and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap if yeah. we do not give up. Yeah. Yeah. We have to remember that the ministry that we're called to, as difficult as it is, and I don't mean this to discourage you guys at all, but this is a difficult ministry. You guys yeah. make sacrifices to do this ministry, but we have to remember that this ministry is not about us. Right. It's about Jesus. Yes. And Jesus calls us to hard stuff, persevering yeah. with these moms. And like you mentioned, it's not uncommon. I was just talking to one of our yeah. folks in California. I don't know if you heard me on the phone earlier. Mm. She encountered a mom. This was the first, first mom that they actually had that had chosen life and uh, ministered her on the sidewalk, got her phone number. And she said, yeah, I would like to go for an ultrasound. 
next week at one of the pregnancy centers because the pregnancy centers weren't open that particular day. And so she followed up later on that day, the, the counselor did, and then followed up Monday and didn't hear back from her. And so I was encouraged. She was like, well, how, how often do I contact her? Like, do I just leave it at that? I said, well, generally speaking, the flow of things is you encounter her on the sidewalk. Later on that day, send her a quick text saying it was great to meet you and, you know, hopefully we can connect. And maybe a day later, send her another text. If there's an appointment that you guys talked about, like the pregnancy center, the day before that, it's definitely good. But I would say give it a couple of days if they don't respond. And then once you've already contacted them with no response three or four times, then contact them once a week. Just send them a text once a week. Yep. Yeah. One of the things that you mentioned, which is something we talk about in our training, mm-hmm. is rather than a phone number, mm-hmm. or in addition to, not rather than, but in addition to a phone number, an email address. Yeah. Because that happens a lot where they mm-hmm. lose their phone mm-hmm. or they didn't pay for the plan on their phone and their number got shut off or whatever. Mm-hmm. But email addresses pretty much generally stay the same, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just those are a few kind of little little practical tips for you guys to be thinking about. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, kind of, you know, just thinking through all of this and, and uh, you know, how you continue to stay, stay steadfast in this is having you know, that mindset that this is not about me. This is about the Lord. I'm going to honor him. Yeah. I'm not going to be taken advantage of. I'm not going to make put myself in a position where I'm taking advantage of, but I'm going to be persistent with the women that I'm ministering to. I would also like to add one other point, and it's probably controversial. Okay, but um, but I I really think it's important to remember that um, coming to the Lord could happen at any time, yeah. and we don't know when it's going to happen. Um, but if we link our help to a commitment to Jesus, I think we're going to lose a lot of people. Yeah. Um, that could ultimately be saved, not yeah. by me, but right. by the Lord. And and I also think that that's kind of a dangerous thought. I will only help if they commit to Jesus. Yeah. So, um, and I have heard that sentiment yeah. sometimes, and I just would, I don't think maybe, um, maybe I'm misinterpreting what they're saying. But I would just be really cautious that we're helping with the love. We're being the hands and feet of Jesus and helping with the love of the Lord, um, knowing that that is a powerful incentive for them to want to know our God. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're accused mm-hmm. by pro-abortion people. We you, are. Only, you only help them if they become a Christian or yeah. if they go to church. That's just not true at all. Right. The sentiment, I think, it, from folks that you've heard that is like, if they've come to the Lord, it's going to be a lot easier because I can deal with them as a sister in the Lord. And it uh, certainly would be easier. But the reality is, even if they come to the Lord, there's still going to be struggles. There's still going to be yeah. discipleship moments and, and the need to talk about sin, the way that they've uh, messed up. And you can even share <laughs> your own testimony and the way that mm-hmm. you've messed up and identify mm-hmm. with that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, we can get frustrated in many different ways, but at the end of the day, we've got to be in this thing for the Lord, for His glory, and for for these women and for these babies, right? Yeah. Amen. So, yeah. You look at the Apostle Paul and his life, and I'll end with this thought. This brother poured his heart out for the churches, and he dealt with a lot of rejection. Mm-hmm. He dealt with a lot of 
I mean, really false accusations against him from the churches. And look at read the the books of uh, First and Second Corinthians. He dealt with a lot of junk mm-hmm. from those people. He did, yeah. But he still loved them as a father. Mm-hmm. And so, in a lot of ways, especially for you ladies, you love these these moms as your daughters. You minister yeah. to them as you would your daughter. Be persistent, um, and uh, and God will continue to use you guys. Yes, yeah. Amen. Well, we hope this episode was a blessing to you guys. Hope it was an encouragement to y'all. If you want to leave us a review, we'd love for you to do so in whatever podcast service that you're using. Please leave us a review. If you want to reach out to us, you reach me, Daniel, at lovelife.org. You reach her, Vicky at lovelife.org. I know we'd love to hear from you for episodes, uh, suggestions for future episodes. We'd love to hear some suggestions that you have or any encouragement that you would offer any correction that you would offer, any wisdom that you would maybe offer. Maybe you have some experiences in this realm of ministry that you can help encourage us with and uh, challenge us with. We'd love to hear from you. But until next time, God bless. God bless you all.